Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner and we are a weekly podcast here at KTBS that covers what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana and we especially like to highlight the many good things that some of you don't always hear about. My co-host for the podcast is Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a well-known cardiologist in Northwest Louisiana, but what you may not know about him is that he has also been a leader in education reform and improvement across the state. For example, he's the founder of the Alliance for Education, co-founder of the shreveport Bossier Business Alliance for Higher Education, and he received this Distinguished Friend of Education Award from the Louisiana Department of Education, and that was for all of his good work. So Dr. Roseman, welcome, and I'll let you take it from here and introduce our special guest as well as our topic. Thank you, Jeanette. Uh, this is an area that's of particular importance. Uh, it's getting a lot of talk about it in education circles, uh, and as a state, we're looking more into this idea of how do we get children uh, ready for career, technical, uh, college type of, uh, uh, of uh, education. And so we're lucky to have Kenneth Berg today, yes. uh, and he's gonna be talking about a school that has been here quite some time, very innovative, uh, what, what we've been doing here in Caddo Parish for a long time. And this school has been here as a part of our community for good time. And educated a lot of kids. Yes, sir. Um, but um, Kenneth is 25 years educator and principal now at uh, uh, Cato Career Technology Center. Just tell us a little bit about the Cato Career Technology Center, um, the history of it, uh, and what you do. Okay. Well, we were, uh, we were Union High School. And then uh, when Cato Schools was fully integrated, uh, they changed Union High School into the Caddo Career and Technology Center. And so we've been a career and technical center since uh, 1972. Wow. And we serve uh, 10 of the high schools in Caddo Parish. The only one that we don't serve is North Caddo. Uh, North Caddo has their own little mini career center up there. Uh, but we serve all the other high schools. Caddo Parish provides busing from their home schools. And so we have three periods a day. Kids hop on the bus at their home school. They're brought to the career center, take their class, hop back on a bus, and, and they head back to their home school. So right now we serve about 1,100 students a day. Wow. Uh, tell, you know, there has been a lot of discussion about you know, people's future and opportunity. And to some degree, over the last few years, Kind of opportunity got equated with being college educated or university educated or graduating from a university. When there are a lot of jobs I think that we know about that we desire to have to mm -hmm. help do things, pretty well-paying jobs, pretty middle class and above incomes um, that we don't think about. Uh, what do we need to be doing to try to prepare our kids you know for their future, for their careers? Well, and, and you're right, there, there is a misperception that you have to go to college to have a successful career. And, and that's really not the case. In our school, we have a large number of college-bound students. We have a large number of students who aren't quite sure what they want to do. And uh, so what we try to do is we offer them a glimpse into about 25 different careers 
on our campus. And so kids can learn if it's a great opportunity for kids to learn, hey, I think I want to be a nurse. So they take our nursing class and or our patient care technician class and they find out very quickly, oh, this isn't for me. <laughs> and so they're not they're not wasting a couple years of college uh, and clinicals and, and making a mistake when they find out on our campus, you know what? I'd be better off as a teacher, or I would be better off um, as, as taking accounting courses. Um, it, so, so they get to they get to actually experience the careers that they may be, that they're interested in, and it's not it's not taking them uh, multiple years. It's it's not costing them a lot of college tuition, uh, and the students that are interested in moving into the skilled trades, we every one of our classes culminates in an industry-based credential. So the kids leave high school with a, a credential that local industry sees value in, and they can either begin employment or continue post-secondary education either through apprenticeships or through the Louisiana Technical College system. Um, so, so really, our whole purpose is to to educate students and to help them decide where their next step is going to be. Okay, so I want to know what are your top five favorite areas that the kids uh, study in and then stay with and maybe go to the technical colleges or or somewhere else. Well, one of our our top areas, I, the one that the students. Most, most of the kids can graduate and move right into very lucrative employment is automotive technology. Our automotive technology program, the kids earn the uh, automotive service excellence certification. And there's 10 different tests they take. And based on the kids' certifications and in, in conjunction with our advisory council, those kids get to go to work. If they take our class, they can go to work their second year and literally be getting high school credit, earning a paycheck, and, and, be, and getting valuable employment experience while they're still in high school. But those kids are graduating 18 years old, working in local dealerships, uh, making 40000 a year. Yeah, I mean, that's... And what, what are some of the others that are... That are that, Welding... That are, Welding is a big one. That's well. We hear that all the time from manufacturers. <laughs> I need welders. Right. Welding and culinary are, are our two classes that fill up the fastest. But but welding is another one of those classes where the kids can go on to to other local training programs, uh, or they can they can often get jobs on pipelines. Uh, so so those are those are jobs that that kids can get pretty pretty quickly out of high school. But they, they all do require a little more training, but at least the employers can look at that credential and know this student is capable of learning. They have a basis of knowledge that I can, I can build upon. And so it's, it's, uh, it's an easy, easy uh, transition for them into their careers. So the industry-based credential that you're talking about it's kind of, is it general or is it to the one particular topic of the class? In other words, what often uh, businesses want or are uh, looking for is just someone who wants to work, who's not going to be drugged, uh, pass, who, the drug uh, test. pass the drug test, 
that uh, you know it has decent character, you know those kind of things, and and um, general computer skills, technical mm -hmm. skills like that. Is there an industry-based credential for that? I mean, uh, so general like that, or is it always uh, around a, a specific thing? Well, uh, that's a great question because all of our classes, the industry-based credentials, um, we, we've we looked at um, the, the Workforce Commission reports and, and we see what industry values as far as the credentials. So those are specific to that area. However, all of our courses uh, we do extensive work on employability skills. And so those are the soft skills like interviewing, resume building, uh, staying off your phone when you're at work, <laughs> uh, showing up on time. You, you know, we, the, the kids, you wouldn't think those are things that have to be taught, but they really are. And, and so all of our classes uh, do that sort of employability. They integrate that into their curriculum. So it's all, every class has that as kind of a basic part of it, uh, but there's no specific class that says this is, we're, we at the Cato College, Cato Career Technology Center, say he's ready because he has these soft skills. So. No, we don't, we don't have a soft skills certification, <laughs> but like I said, all of them are integrated, and we have, uh, we partner with this organization called Skills USA. It's a national organization, and it's, it's kind of like the first professional organization kids in career and technical uh, classes are involved in. And their curriculum, it, it's, it's amazing. And they have extensive employability skills training uh, and to where they even have competitions in interviewing, competitions in impromptu speaking, uh, lots of different competitions that are, that are employability skills based as well as technical skills based. Yeah. And they're looking for judges often for <laughs> Skills USA. I've been asked to judge, I have judged before, and it's really fun. Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's a great thing, but, but, but we offer it through skills, we offer it through the classroom. We, we see the value of employability skills. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, you had written to me, it's 28 programs, 25 statewide basic credential courses and 10 statewide advanced credentials, all that could be had to the uh, for the Career Technology Center, um, uh, do um, uh, what do you? What are the negative connotations? Are there, in other words, do you have places for seventeen hundred people? What you're offering is something that seems like it would be uh, much needed or much wanted by lot lots of people. What are the things that holds people back from? looking into Cattle Career Technology Center and utilizing the Cattle Career Technology Center to its greatest degree? Well, the, the biggest challenge for us is it's, it's not uh, student interest because we, when, we take, when we allow students, when students come on campus and take tours and when we go to the high schools and make presentations, when we say, raise your hand if, if you're interested in coming to the Career Center, all the hands shoot up. We, we pass out more registration forms than, than you would believe because every high school, when we speak at the auditorium and show them our video, they want to come to the Career Center. The thing that, that really um, hampers their attending the Career Center uh, is generally scheduling. And so if, if a student is, plays football and their parents want them to take some AP classes, 
they may not have room in their schedule to come over to the Career Center because it takes two periods a day. They're, they're back to back, but it's, you know, they'll have to come over for first and second period or third and fourth. And, and so with students that are very interested in uh, programs on their homeschool campus, they, they may not have the room in their four-year high school career to, to make it over. Well, and I have to, to fess up here. When, when my kids um, went out, your classes were their favorite classes they took yeah. in high school. So both of my kids, catamagnet graduates, went off to college and took classes there. But when my first one came home and said he wanted to, to take something, I called the school and I said, is this what he needs to be doing if he's college bound? Is this is this real? And they were like, absolutely, he'll love it. And and he did. But I wasn't sure kind of how it it could fit into the plan I had right. for for my boys to go to a four year. Yeah. And I'm sure that I'm not one of a, a one of a kind. A, a lot of people think about that and, and ask, and, and one of the neat things about our classes, not only do they earn an industry-based credential, and we had, last year we had 88% of the kids that came to our campus left with with some type of industry-based credential. Hmm. And, uh, but, but many of our classes are dual enrollment, so like our teaching professions class, those kids can get nine hours college credit, and we partner with LSU. Um, we've got our, our drafting class gets dual enrollment. A lot of our, a lot of our classes, the kids can either get dual enrollment at one of our local partner universities or our skilled trades can get dual enrollment credit at Northwest Louisiana Technical College. And a lot of our classes, the, especially in the media arts and our computer information technologies classes, those students their industry-based credential will allow them to get credits at Bossier Parish Community College. So, so not only are they, are they able to, to get that industry-based credential when they graduate, they're also, if they plan to go to college, they're also able to leave our campus with some of those credits already under their belt. And, so, yeah. and your classes I think of as really being hands-on. And so they have things that they can offer at one site, but you can't offer the automotive right. at every single high school because right. it's too expensive, the, the setup, is that correct? So the kids are working with their hands and for a lot of them, that's really different yeah. from the traditional classes. Right, and, and since there's basically three types of learning, um, that, that tactile learner is often sort of overlooked. And, and on our campus, the the biggest component of what we do is the hands-on. Uh, those, those lab experiences uh, really help not just the tactile learners, but all of them, because it reinforces what they're doing and, and brings uh, concepts and theories into hands-on applications. So it really reinforces learning. Yeah, well, being uh, selfish in a way, uh, I'm a healthcare, obviously, right. and, and we are definitely having a problem with having enough people to do the work. Um, so tell, tell me a little bit about what you're doing as it relates to uh, health care uh, and, uh, and dealing with getting people potentially to work in that sector. Well, we know that health care is a booming industry locally. And, and like all industries, you can't find enough employees. Uh, we offer a dental assisting class, um, which the kids get several certifications 
And one of the great things about our dental assisting class are industry partnerships so that kids get to spend a lot of time doing job shadowing and, and working in local dental offices. Um, we offer an uh, EMR, which is Emergency Medical Responder certification, and we have an EMT certification that kids can obtain. What's cool about those two classes, they, the district is making a huge investment in our health occupations courses, and we, they just signed off on us to get a custom uh, ambulance simulator. So it's like the back half of an ambulance they're gonna come and build on site and so the kids will get that training when they're the first on the scene and, and they got to get the patient out of there. They'll get, they'll get that kind of training. Our patient care technician, uh, that's a class we actually upgraded from CNA to patient care tech. And the district is, although we have a great program now, the district has really invested in that class. So starting in the fall, we're going to have several uh, like seven beds with the, the wall units, with all the vitals equipment up there. And uh, so, and the teacher's gonna have a document camera so she can work on a patient. The kids can see from all around the room, but kids will actually do most of their learning right there in a little 10 by 10 space with that bed, that equipment. It's, it's really gonna bring uh, it, it's really going to, A, it's going to improve interest in the classes, B, the kids will get a lot more experience while they're there, and, uh, you know, the last thing is, it's just going to look really cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, let me put a bug in your ear, I think. Uh, one of the areas is medical assistance, and if you could do anything, you know, to dual enroll or somehow get them going faster through the community college system, there is such a need for those people and they they have it it takes an education you have to learn a lot of vocabulary right. yes. and all that sort of thing but if you could do something like that that would be a huge uh, positive thing for the community right and and last year we had uh, 12 of our students earn the medical assistant certification right. and uh, so so now they would it, it's they would go in and take patient care technician first and then if they can return for a second year, they'd work on the medical assistant certification. Well, uh, make, turn that 10 to 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I think that's about what we need. So. And, and right now in, in that particular program, we've got about 75 kids. Uh, it's, it's maxed out. Oh, well, super. Yeah, a lot of our classes on, a lot of the classes on our campus are, are really close to being maxed out and all of our healthcare classes are, are bursting at the seams. Now, how about teacher? Issue. Is the, the, I know there's something going on in Caddo about trying to get children interested in teaching and teaching as their, does that go on at the Caddo Career Technology yes. Center or somewhere else? Yes, we, we, have, uh, on, we have a teaching professions class on our campus. And, and honestly, you know, it's one of those classes where everybody had to have a teacher at some point in time. Uh, and, and so that's, really one of the most fundamental occupations that we could offer and and we do have that program as a matter of fact the kids were out this week doing their um, cl clinicals per se or, or little mini internships and so the we've got 
probably we had about 20 kids out this week and they were if they're interested in elementary school they would be spending time in an elementary school as, as kind of a, t a student teacher not officially but but a high school student teacher and so We've got those kids that are in that program, uh, they can actually earn nine hours of dual enrollment credit. And so, so we partner with LSUS and, and uh, Northwestern, Louisiana Tech, because uh, they all want to get those kids. And, and Dr. Gori, our superintendent, uh, he, he also wants them to come back to Caddo and be teachers. So he's, he's promised to fast track them uh, once they get their college degree so they can, they can come back. And, uh, you know, there's nothing better than uh, a student who's a product of Caddo returning to Caddo. You know, um, one of the things I've always been impressed with the Caddo Career Technology Center, and I've been out there in times... Um, in scholarships and giving oh, yeah. money for scholarships but but talk about the business involvement and the number of scholarships that has been going on the dollars that have been spent by the business community in support of the cattle carrier and technology Center. one of the coolest programs i've ever seen is the cattle career and technology center scholarship foundation and they've been around since 1995 and so to date they have given out 865 scholarships to the tune of over a million dollars. Um, so it's, it's an amazing program. The neat thing about it is it's for Caddo career and technology students uh, that are seniors on our campus. And so, and, and although there is a, a, a rigorous application process, it's not all academic based. And so the, the foundation sees the value of um, hands-on experience. They see the value of the career and tech ed classes. So they're not looking for somebody with the highest GPA and the highest ACT score. Uh, but these scholarships, as you mentioned, they're all donated by local business and industry. And so it, it really solidifies the support of local industry to the career and tech uh, education system because they want the employees and they see the investment is very valuable. But, but it's, it's amazing. And those kids, we're about to have our scholarship, uh, we're about to announce this year's winners. So every year, 30 kids, $60,000. It's amazing. Wow. You know, John, it's great to hear about the Cattle Career Technology Center. Yeah. Not, not a lot of people probably know all about it. I certainly yeah. didn't, I learned a lot. But some don't even know it exists. And so, yeah. That's a great thing for our community uh, and has done a lot for a lot, of, a lot of kids. And this has been fantastic, your explanation of what all you do at the Cattle Career Technology Center, uh, the hands-on experiences and the experiences that you, you're working in an area that I think we're beginning to understand finally that, that there is a place for trades. There's a place for things that don't require a graduate degree in, in, uh, at the university. And, and it provides a great, yet provides, uh, you know, a, a great amount, enough money uh, for people to live well. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So uh, uh, I'll close by asking a couple of questions because we're, we're trying to look at this from terms of some of the things that have been really great about our community. And so I'm going to ask you personally, okay, okay. Uh, what do you love about Shreveport Bossier, okay, and and uh, what keeps you here? Why are you still here? Well, I, 
I'm I'm one of those people that is is very involved with and appreciates the the local arts community, and so all of the events that that Shrek puts on, um, from from Art Break to the the uh, Neon Saturday nights. I know that's what they called it in the, yeah. the 90s, but they they started it this year. That, yes. They they started them again this year. You know when they would they would light up the bridge and all the all the festivals, the the Prize Foundation um, and and Film Prize Junior for the the elementary and high school kids. There's so much culture that this city offers that anybody that says there's nothing to do in Shreveport obviously hasn't tapped into what Shreveport has to offer because every weekend my my son and I since since I he was old enough for me to drag around with me we've always participated in local events and uh and so anybody that says there's nothing to do they're just not looking because there's plenty to do Thank you so much for joining thank us. For and thank you to all of you for joining us for Education Checkup. Remember, you can see this podcast on ktbs.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. And be sure to join us the next time. Have a good day.